Welcome back, boys and girls. Good to have you in the cabin here in Crapper Creek, Alaska. Glenn are with you on the podcast. Got a good one this week. Lovely Maria joins us once again to spew her madness. Uh, things you should never ask tech support. Plus, we've got a so-called uh, COVID vaccine expert. Mm, kind of. Rock legend Carmine Apice joins us. Pet questions answered from Dr. D. Ah, some good holiday issue as well. Another episode of F My Life. That would be Fuck My Life, of course. A foodie roundup for you as well. An idiot of the day with my good buddy, Mr. Jerry Evans. It's going to be a good one. Buckle up. Podcast is rolling. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. The podcast. Had a little computer issues out here in the cabin. I don't have the best Wi-Fi out here. Let's just say that. You know, we're trying to stream live, and I gotta send the signal back to the studio so they can say it's just uh And you know how it is talking with tech support. Luckily ours is local and it's our own guy, but even then. I mean when you call tech support, right? You you hope they can solve your problem. However, they may be reluctant to help if you utter anything from our list of top questions you probably shouldn't ask your tech support. Number one, yeah, are the steady hours and decent paycheck worth never getting laid? <laughs> See, they don't. <laughs> Did you take a phone job because you're too unattractive for the Apple store? Have you seen the people at the Apple store? Oh, uh, where's my laptop's VHS slot? How come I can't find the any key? Now, here's one you should probably never ask your tech support guy. Uh, would you touch a woman's boob if it meant you could never watch another episode of Farscape? Oh, I wonder what they would ponder on that one. Yeah, any idea how to fix a mouse that's completely caked over with Vaseline? Yeah, I'm asking for a friend. What's the best laptop to use when I'm not wearing pants? Are you as sexy from Jake as Jake from State Farm? <laughs> and finally, here's one. And here's the one I know you've wanted to ask tech support. Uh yeah. When you get that thing up and running, is there any way you can just uh, wipe my search history without looking at it? Please? Is that uh, possible? Maybe? No? Okay. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Meow, meow, meow. Meow. And that's when we bring in Dr. D. It's time uh, for the truth about cats and dogs. Time to answer some pet questions, and we go right to the source. My veterinarian, Dr. D. Thornell from Animal House Veterinary Hospital. Know her also from uh, from TV from uh, Dr. D. Alaska Vet, the TV show. And now she's with us to answer more pet questions. D., how are you doing? Doing good. And now I'm on a, fa- a famous podcast also. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, <laughs> so blank. huge. You're so huge now. Here's the deal now. Uh, we asked some uh, regular questions earlier. And... Uh, we got, uh, last week, remember, we asked just a bunch of typical questions, and we get a lot. So I want to continue because we have more. Okay. So here's some more uh, pretty good questions for pets. And we start with this one. Uh, is there a way to stop my dog from digging holes in the yard? We've heard this before. Um, you can tie his little paws together with zip ties. There you go. Okay. Uh, even <laughs> that, you know, though, even that won't stop him. He'll still just dig to you. Now you've given him a large shovel. 
Okay, so here's what it goes. If he's doing something you don't like, then you take him away from it and don't let him do it. <laughs> right, well, there so, you go. So uh, you go out and you say no and you leash walk your dog out to go potty and you do your stuff. Now, I have had people in the summertime, they put huge rocks, you know, like palings inside them, uh, inside the holes. But then, you know, there's more dirt spots they can go ahead and dig. So it, it's a boredom thing. They need a job. I would say the more you can take them out and work with them and do some educational training, like leave it, don't do that. And then don't put them back in the yard where they're digging. Go uh, leash walk him. Or, I don't know, uh, maybe cement his kennel floor. <laughs> you can do cement. We do. Go and do a kennel. Do a, you know, an 8 by 15 kennel with, you know, cement floor. Well, here's the other thing. If you've got, like, a big area that's made for the dog, what's the problem with having him dig? If that's what he likes doing. I tell you what, you, I have seen <laughs> acres where dogs are so bored, they will dig all the trees out, the trees fall over. I mean, yeah, if you want to, you know, hire a couple other people to take care of your yard when maybe, the trees start falling Maybe you're in. putting in a swimming pool, you know? Yeah, I maybe, mean, yeah, just uh, go, yeah, in Alaska, know. of course. <laughs> all right, here's your next question. Why does my, and we get, uh, these again are probably the top questions we get all the time. So we're just kind of a year end thing here. Uh, why does my dog sometimes eat his own feces? Because it tastes good. All right. I'm going to take your word for that, dog. <laughs> no, because some dog foods have a lot of fat in them. Um, and they come out with just as much fat. And dogs, again, are kind of bored and it looks fun, especially when it's frozen. They seem to like it even more. Oh, it's like a poopsicle. And so, yeah, it's a poopsicle. And so there are ideas where if you give them monosodium glutamate, the MS, MSG that you put in, you know, it's in a lot of Chinese foods and things. You right. get that at the Chinese markets uh, and just sprinkle that on their food. And all the dogs in your house where he's exposed to any fecal matter from other dogs, too, um, that about 80 to 85 percent of the time that stops them from eating now if you don't want to go to the chinese food store you can go online and now get your pencils ready it's called copraban c-o-p-r-o-b-a-n because it's coprophagia is the big word you can like stun all your friends at dinner tonight that that is right. uh, uh eating uh dogs when they eat poop it's called coprophagia so copraban is something you can go online and buy. It's a little chewable with the MSG in it. And it's so many little capsules or chewies per pound of body weight. And uh, you can do that. But you got to do it for three, four weeks. Now, what about with uh, cat food or something? Can you put, like, if your dog is eating cat uh, cat poop? You know, here again, this is, I'm going to reverberate. The next thing you can do is take your dog for a walk instead of letting him just go out in the backyard and eat poop. Okay. And so every time he goes to do it, if you've got a little choke chain or a little prong collar, you're going to leave it. Um, he is going to learn that you leave it. And I have had some people actually change the food to see if you can try and alter what it tastes like. But the kitties, I mean, sorry, they come out with that poop-eating grin from the cat litter box. You can't. The cats aren't going to eat the MSG. All right. Well, here's one now. Let's go to this one. Final question. Can I give my pet Benadryl for allergies? It's usually about one milligram per pound, but up to only 50 pounds. And I don't do more than two tablets. But if you have an allergy for your pet, you have to figure out what they're allergic to. Because, you know, the last thing you want to do is do two Benadryl in the morning, two Benadryl at night all their life. And they're an antihistamine. They're kind of behind the scenes already. The histamine's already been released from the allergy. And you're trying to bind with them. So it doesn't work 100%. We do it a quick fix, but it's not the perfect fix. It's, you know, a patch. 
Well, that's why we bring her in right here. That's Dr. D. Thornell, Animal House Veterinary Hospital, right in the heart of Interior, Alaska, right there off Pega Road. Always good to have you on with us each and every week to answer these questions. We will do it again next week, uh, right before the holidays. Should be fun. I know. Oh, my God. Christmas. Oh, my God. The 21st of December is almost here. We're going to get more light back. Yeah, I know. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Life's little victories in Alaska. Thanks, D. All righty. Bye-bye. <laughs> the new vaccine is uh, being ruled out, folks. Uh, interesting. Of course, everybody's, you know, here again, we found something to be on one side of the fence or the other. <laughs> Jesus, you people. We just got to. One day in life, we'll find something we all agree on, right? Something we all agree on. The Jets stink. We can, I think we can all agree on that, right? But uh, I know a lot of you are worried about the uh, COVID-19 vaccine. Should I get it? Should I get it? You have a lot of questions. That's why we went right to the Alaska Department of Health and Social Services to get Stefan Rigby, one of the uh, experts and on the front line of this thing. Dr. Rigby has, of course, uh, been working with the state and the CDC on this. Uh, thanks for joining us and helping us with this. Maybe clear the air on this thing a little well, bit. Well, thanks for having me. And you're exactly right. There is uh, a number of misconceptions and misunderstandings about the new COVID-19 vaccine. And yeah, I, know. I thought I'd come here to help uh, clear the air just a little bit, uh, so to speak, uh, which is why I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> Some COVID humor there for you. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. (laughs) Well, we at the Alaska Department of Health and the CDC are very concerned with the public's knowledge of this new vaccine that's being rolled out to the public. Right. And although, yes, you are all, uh, of course, guinea pigs in one form or another. Wait, what? uh, We will be healthy guinea pigs without the COVID-19. Don't you think? Uh, Sure. So there are a few things that people uh, really aren't sure about. Let's start with who's eligible for this thing. Yeah, that's a good one. You are only eligible right now for the new COVID-19 vaccine. If you're a frontline worker, uh, an at-risk individual, or Beyonce. Beyonce, well, that makes Uh, we got to make sure she's safe. To guarantee that people like you and me take it uh, and others in America, it is also available in the form of gravy. Wow. We get a lot of the Midwesterners uh, on board with this COVID uh, vaccine. Yeah, you had Iowa at gravy. Now, remember, a lot of people have fears of the vaccine. The vaccine will not kill you. The vaccine is your friend. In fact, the only way you can kill yourself with the vaccine is if you mix it with Pop Rocks and Coca-Cola. So don't do that. Let's take that (laughs) off the table completely. Safe. Tip. Good, good to know. And if you get the shot before the holiday season ends, a little extra treat, you can get an eggnog flavor. Did a- you know eggnog? that? I think no, I didn't know that. Doing that. Eggnog Myers as well. So you might want to check into the eggnog vaccine. Ew. It is delicious. I'm sure. All right. Now, the best place to get it would be at your local Walgreens uh, store, Fred Meyer store. The worst place I would suggest would probably be behind the dumpster at one of the holiday stores, uh, particularly the one in the South Cushman area. Because that's probably not a COVID vaccine they're putting in your arm. I'm okay. just going to tell you that right now. I'm <laughs> going to be straight up with you on that. Another safety tip. Good call. Uh, side, effects, uh, side effects include uh, nausea, body ache, uh, chills. Hey, oh, hold on a second. Oh, wrong paper. No, that, those are the things we know about the McRib. Oh, <laughs> really, yeah, those really will do don't it. Know right. about the vaccine yet. Good It'll point. make you feel like you're maybe a little sick for a day or two. Then you're going to be right as rain. It's okay, all right, good. Uh, now, keep in mind, the least likely segment of the population to line up for this vaccine are indeed women named Karen. We know that for a fact. Didn't even have uh, to mention finally, it. Finally, remember, uh, if you really want this thing to be twice as effective, you want to... 
follow with a bleach chaser would oh, be God, the best. Don't move. say that. Are you kidding? I'm all again. That's no. Why <laughs> did you do that? From Alaska Department of Health and Social Services. <laughs> just something we thought we'd throw it. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> have anymore. a great holiday. Everybody right. get vaccinated. You don't have to get it in your ass. Get that mud. Well, there we go. We don't have to get it in our ass. Let's give you my next question. Right now, it's time. we got to join this man on the phone with us all the way from Florida, one of the greatest rock and roll drummers in the history of rock and roll. And he joins us every week, the one and only Carmine Apiece. Carmine, how are you today, my friend? I'm very, I'm very good down here, enjoying the Florida weather while all my friends up north are getting pounded with 18 inches of snow and blizzard conditions. I saw that. The East Coast is really getting thumped. Now, I told you here, we're getting some... Uh, some unseasonably cold weather. It's getting cold, but then there, there's some wind on top of it, which we usually don't have in the winter here. So, But it's nothing like that. They, they don't know how to handle it back east, for one thing. But it's that wet, miserable wind. And there's nothing. I, I, I think we've talked about this, Carmine. I will tell you now, I think the uh, upper uh, east coast, their winters are more brutal than ours because we don't have that wet moisture that cuts through everything you're wearing. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I was going to uh, say, when you wear your mask, does it freeze? Yeah, yeah. No, actually, we were talking about that coming out of the gym the other day. I was walking out to my car, and I was expecting that cold air. I said, wow, it's not as cold. Oh, that's right. I'm wearing a mask. So really, uh, uh, the, the mask serves a, a, a dual purpose up here. Whereas wearing a mask, I couldn't imagine wearing a mask in Florida in the summer when it's 85, oh, 90, and humid. I can't even oh, imagine man. how that went. Bad. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Hard no. enough just to wear anything. Yeah, I know, I know. It's so funny, you see these uh, down on South Beach, these women wearing almost nothing and a mask. <laughs> it looks like they've got yeah, two right? little masks over each breast. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they're wearing four They're wearing four masks, uh, two on each breast, one down below and one on their mouth. So there we go. <laughs> right. Uh, that's and, a, one, time, one time when we were cactus, we brought a woman out on stage all she had on was five cactus stickers. <laughs> Let me see. One, two, three, maybe one behind. No, no, two on each cheek. Oh, oh two on each cheek. Okay. One, 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 on each, one on each cheek. And one, in, one in front down below and two up top then. Yeah. That's <laughs> five. Uh, how big were the stickers? Uh, obviously, uh, 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 they're big, about, big uh, enough so you didn't get arrested. Four inch- Four by four. Okay, that's, that's, that's safe. That's safe. Yeah, so we brought her out, called her our, our cactus queen, and the <laughs> audience went crazy. Well, duh. You have a woman wearing nothing but cactus stickers. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the craziest thing? Is That's pretty weird. Have you ever had some uh, a fan or somebody, that, the craziest thing that's ever happened on stage during one of your shows, something just weird? Well, I mean, probably uh, Ted Nugent in Hawaii. When somebody was harassing him, he actually jumped into the audience to start beating the hell out of the guy. Really? And and then we, we all stopped playing. I think we were playing Stranglehold or something. You know, We all stopped playing and ran to the front of the stage. And, and just as Ted was handing the guy over to security. <laughs> actually, though, you know, that steady uh, bass groove of Stranglehold would have been nice just to keep going while Ted's beating the hell out of the guy. That's pretty good background I, beats. I, I know. Well, we were for a minute. And then <laughs> yeah. we said, well, what the hell's going on? And then we, and we all stopped. The bass player stopped, and Derek's at home stopped. And I stopped. I ran up front, and there's Ted you know, beat the hell out of this guy. And he was a big guy. 
<laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but Ted, man, that's Ted. You know, the Motor City yeah, Madman. No, it was great, and then and then that's the day. The day after that, at seven a.m. in the morning, we left and flew up to Alaska to play from Hawaii. Oh, that's so. That happened the day before I met you. Yes. Wow. Okay, that's right. Because that's when you came up, and uh, you and uh, gosh, now the the late great Spencer Davis, God rest no, his soul. No, 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 no. This this was before that. Oh, this was the trip this before was, then. This was nineteen eighty two. Oh, okay. So that was well before then. Because uh, I remember yeah, you were. Yeah, I we, think you also played. did Hawaii, and then came here when uh, I met you about twenty years ago. Right. Right. Yeah. But this one was. Uh, we flew into Hawaii. We got there from El Paso. We played the night before. We got to Hawaii. Uh, like 10 in the morning, we went out on the beach for two hours, and we went sound check, and that was the end of seeing Hawaii. <laughs> sound check, eating, playing the gig. Uh, next morning at 7 a.m., we were on the plane to Alaska and watching all the palm trees go by. I said, I can't believe we're going to Alaska. I now, leaving Hawaii. What time of the year was that? We didn't know how beautiful that? Alaska was Right. Well, yeah, of course. Now, was that summer or was that winter? What time of the year was that? It was about... Uh, let me see, September. Okay, so you probably came up and the leaves were yellow and it's probably quite pretty. And, and now you played Anchorage that trip, is that correct? We played a, a theater, like a, a hall of some sort, like a, maybe in a college. Uh, gosh, I'm trying to remember where that would have been, but it was in Anchorage. It wasn't up here in Fairbanks because your first trip to Fairbanks. Yeah, was, it was Anchorage. It was right. Anchorage. Yeah, right. it wasn't Fairbanks. Talking with the yeah. great Carmine apiece, some fun stories of uh, Ted. Oh, on the road to Ted Nugent. Um, when that guy gets to talking, did you? How did you ever stop him? He seems like man. Because once he goes, does everybody just humor him and uh, listen to him and let no, him? No, he does. He's not like that all the time, you know. Oh, really? Okay. He's like that a lot in interviews and and on stage, but uh, normally, you know, he's he's pretty normal that way. Now I know he eats a lot of you know a lot of what he eats is what he kills. How does he do that on the road? What is he eating when he's in Hawaii? Is he out fishing? Well, What's he, he doing? doesn't do it. He doesn't do it. He eats a lot of steaks and burgers and all that stuff. Yeah, he's know? a big time meat eater. But I know when he when he's home, it's pretty much you know his his uh, his freezer is full of what he kills. Oh yeah, I, we had when I stayed with him at his house for a week. He I had a burger. It looked like it was well done. I said, wow, this burger is really well done. He goes, oh, that's not beef burger. That's a buffalo burger. And I looked up on the uh, on the mantle of of the dining room. There was a big fat buffalo head. I said, oh, that one? He goes, oh, no, that's old. He goes, this is fresh. I couldn't eat it. Uh, Oh, at dinner with Ted Nugent. See, that would be a TV show right there, Cooking with the Nuge. Carmine will let you go. Have a good one. The one and only Carmine apiece, ladies and gentlemen. All right, one thing we like to do here on the podcast, and that is make you feel good about things. You know, the rest of your life may suck, but for this short half hour each week, I just hope to make it a little better and put a smile on your face. That's all we want to do is just be nice to each other and help each other out. Is that too much to ask? No. There's way too much negativity in this world, so just don't let those people suck you into their shit. All right. Don't let it happen. My job is the opposite. And, you know, when you are down with yourself and you're feeling bad, it's a good thing to do is you can help lift others up or we could just enjoy their misery. Shall we? Let's go with another edition of Fuck My Life. I even got some special beat music for Fuck My Life. And if you know the website, it's awesome. So I just pull some of these at random. They're too much fun. Here's one from this gal. She says, I went on a Tinder date. He seemed pretty normal, very handsome, and a complete gentleman. 
Turned out he was a white supremacist. <laughs> Fuck my life. <laughs> Today I shaved my twigs and berries. Yeah, surprise the girlfriend, right? Go all porn star is what he thought. He went in, he went and showed his girlfriend, and she says, You look like my little brother. Yeah, her little brother is six. Fuck my life. <laughs> Today I overheard a customer in our store talking on the phone about how she'd been exposed to someone positive with COVID and was supposed to be at home in quarantine just in case. Guess who's checked out or checkout lane she got into? <laughs> Mine. <laughs> my life. Here's a sad one. Today's my birthday and my parents wished me a happy one via text message. Did I mention we live in the same house? Fuck my life. Today I was at the grocery store buying ice cream after the tragedy of losing my grandma. This comes from a girl. Because, you know, a lot of ladies, they like to go to the ice cream. It works. I won't lie. When I got to the cash register, the cashier saw the sadness in my eyes and he said, It's okay, you'll find the right one, sweetheart. One that can look at your inner beauty and not care about the rest. (laughs) What? Yeah. He thought I'd gotten broken up with and that I was obviously too ugly. Fuck my life. Today, my mom, who thinks I'm a virgin, called me while I was having sex with my boyfriend. I have to answer every time she calls her, she freaks out. I ended the conversation quick, though, and hung up. Or so I thought. Nope. <clears throat> Forgot to hang up. Mom listened in the last 20 minutes of our vocal lovemaking session. Oh, there was some dirty talk going on. Mom just got edumacated. Fuck my life. Today, I went to an aerobics class. It's from a girl, Jill. When I uh, went uh, when I went in, sat down, the instructor walked in, went right up to me and told me, excuse me, this is for women only. Uh, yeah, I am a woman. Fuck my life. Today, while going to the bathroom at the office, uh, my truck keys slipped out of my sh- uh, sweatshirt pocket in the toilet, landed right on my pile of poop. Right there on the crap. That's a shitty way to start the day. Fuck my life. And finally, today, I uh, woke up this morning, and yep, still 2020. Fuck my life. Oh, solid. Now you feel better about you, don't you? You're welcome. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. So, uh, my former radio partner, comedy partner, Mr. Jerry Evans from AlaskaComedy.com, as a matter of fact, and Explore Fairbanks even uh, better, uh, helping us with the idiot of the day today. We got a couple good ones, and I read these. I said, oh, Jerry has to help me with these. Okay. You, you have to be in on these. They're that good. <laughs> well, prove it. All right, here we go. Let's start with this one. Um, Remember your choice. Uh, Basically, all you have to do, I will read the idiot of the day. You have to decide which of the two is worthy of the title. Here we go. Our first one, malicious arson, I guess, doesn't really get funnier than this. 31-year-old Shamroy Williams, that's his name, from Taunton, Massachusetts, was so angry with his, it wasn't even ex-wife, it was his ex-girlfriend. Right, And this is a while back. And he he got so mad, he he decided to set her house on fire, which is dangerous and not funny at all. My goodness, no. Now, it's funny because then everybody was fine in the end. But um, here's what happened. So it goes to, it doesn't say how he initially started the fire. 
but apparently okay. it wasn't spreading fast enough. So he tried to accelerate it. Now, if you want to accelerate a fire, what, what would you do? More gas? Gasoline, right. probably, lighter fluid, I don't know. Wood chips, I don't know, to- rolls of toilet paper. Sure. Um, well, he went for a bag of Cheetos. Wow. He figured, I, uh, he figured that would accelerate it, I guess. I don't think he knows how fire works. <laughs> I don't that's, think so. That's not. Well, now, wow. I know like Doritos and chips have oils on them and are actually highly flammable, but I guess you'd probably need like a truckload unless he thought, oh, it's all right. Uh, you know, they're flaming hot Cheetos. Maybe that, you know, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> it said flaming hot on the bag. I know. It seems to be more of a fire retardant. <laughs> you'd think so. Plus, and I don't know if I'm allowed to say retardant anymore. Am I allowed to say it? <laughs> Well, this guy, this guy sounds like a retardant. That's what he sounds like to me. Total retardant. All right. Well, that's one. Uh, anyway, the Cheetos didn't work as an accelerant, and the fire department put out the fire while it was still pretty small. Uh, he was in court, and he was sentenced to two and a half years in prison, by the way, and no more Cheetos. Okay. No more orange, that's one. orange fingers for him. There's your first one. Here's your next guy. In retrospect, uh, this guy really should have let the cops arrest him and, and just do his month or his week in jail or pay his fine. Nope. It's not what went through 22-year-old Matthew Riggins, Palm Bay, Florida's head. Broke into, oh, Florida. Yeah, Florida. He was breaking into houses last month, and some people ah. spotted him and called the cops. Cops. So uh, he called his girlfriend, told her he was going to hide from them, and she never heard from him again. Well, it turns out his hiding place was a pond. But the oh, problem God. was... Also hiding in the pond, an 11-foot alligator. Was he okay? Well, apparently uh, his body was found floating in the pond about 10 days later, or what was left of the body. Yeah, so the uh, uh, Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission trapped the gator and put him down. Uh, Really? And they say they found evidence of Matthew in his stomach. (laughs) Was it it next to a ticking clock? (laughs) But I don't know. So that was in Florida, so it was like a Dave Caruso kind of thing. CSI? Yeah, CSI, Florida or Miami. Picture this, ready? Okay. Guys floating in the water. Dave Caruso walks up with the sunglasses. Whips off the sunglasses and says, in a while, crocodile. Huh? Oh, good. Huh? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's what it would happen. Okay. That's what would happen. Right. Okay, so, so now. you got to pick one, though, right? Now you got to pick one. Um, well, yeah, I don't know if you do these posthumously, so I'm going to have to give it to the Cheeto guy in there, because like you referenced earlier, he'd be so easy to find, because he's got, like, <laughs> orange fingertips. <laughs> what an idiot. That's, that's an idiot. Yeah, it's hard, hard to get rid of that evidence. That's like the blue dye from the bank bag. <laughs> exactly. That's Jerry Evans. That's why we bring him in to help with our idiot of the day. Dude, you have a good one. We'll talk again this weekend, I'm sure. All right, see you, buddy. <laughs> oh, man, I'm hungry. It's that time of the day. You know what's coming. You know what's coming. Time for a foodie roundup. Yeah. All right. Have you had your coffee yet today? Here's the deal. Are you a sophisticated coffee drinker? Oh, you're only truly happy with a single origin hand-selected bean from the Guji Canyon Mountains of Western Ethiopia. 
I like a medium roast. Shut up. No, you don't. Researchers in Germany found people who drink lots of coffee don't really even like the taste of coffee. More than people who drink less coffee, but they drink it because they want more coffee because they want the caffeine. It's simple caffeine addiction. Come on, if we could, we'd bypass the drinking and we'd pop it into a pill or shoot it straight into our arm. But see, now, I wonder if that, if they took a look at that study and compared it to people who like, you know, I know people say, yeah, I like coffee, and then they throw so much cream and sugar in it, it doesn't even taste like coffee. It's like a Starbucks drink. It's like, ugh. Now, I have 30 years of radio in my, you know, under my belt, man. It's black coffee or nothing. Give me the sludge. I'm fine. Yeah. Next up, Doritos 3D are coming back. You won't need glasses. They're just the puffy ones uh, hollowed out in the middle. Ooh, fill them with cheese. You know it's coming. <laughs> oh, some good stories. Uh, trendy food deliveries this year. Grubhub looked at the, uh, they always do every year, the trendiest food deliveries. Like, what's trending higher this year than last? And this year, well, uh, people ain't ordering kale, that's for sure. No, it's all about comfort food. Like, uh, number one, spicy chicken sandwich, followed by the chicken burrito bowl and chicken wings. It's all about chicken. Waffle fries, cold brew coffee, steak quesadillas, which sounds awesome. Yeah. Hey, what? No avocado toast? What are the people, the good folks of California ever going to do? Yeah! All right. I think we've jumped the pumpkin spice shark. Guy named Jim Bymar runs a website called Sandwich Tribunal. All right. That's a thing. <laughs> and, uh, well, what he does is uh, he makes his own sausage. Bologna, all kinds of stuff. So let's hope, hope this kills the food trend once and for all. He literally made his own bologna out of pork butt and belly and seasonings and mixed in pumpkin spices to it. And then he put it on a sandwich, buttered white bread, fried the bologna. Probably what? Cut the corner a little bit so it doesn't curl, right? Isn't that how mom used to do it? And he said it was delicious. Yeah, sure it was. Ugh. Now you're going to have pumpkin spice poop. Good for you. Good for you. All right, does anybody need to know not to eat the gas station sushi? Do I need to even say that? I, I say we don't say anything. Just thin the herd, man. Bring back the lawn darts, the whole works. Go ahead, grab your, because this is what will happen. There was a uh, 34-year-old woman in Illinois ate five-day-old gas station sushi. That's a whole different level. And suffered, began suffering hallucinations, insomnia, and incontinence that lasted months. The doctors were stumped. Then they found out she had a tapeworm. So there you go. Great. Now guys are going to be like purposefully eating five-day-old gas station sushi just to get high. It'll be like the new trend. It'll be like the new toad licking. The big t- I got my tapeworm, man. I'm so high right now. Finally... Target is selling three packs of dipped Oreo cookies for $4, and they've got little Christmas things. One looks like Santa, one's a snowman. Another one's supposed to look like Santa's boots, but it doesn't. It's brown, and it looks just like Santa's junk. (laughs) And apparently, Santa is a very well-endowed black man. 
Now I can just keep my wife away from those cookies. That's your foodie roundup! Black Santa. That's so awesome. This big dick. Does it for another wonderful week. Hey, next week, it's the Christmas show. Uh, live from Cramper Creek, Alaska, the Christmas show. Lovely Maria joins us for much of it. We'll do the Hallmark drinking game. We'll have cool Christmas movie facts. Some censored Christmas tunes for you. Uh, Maria will talk about arguing at Christmas and buying lingerie for Christmas. We'll cover elf pickup lines and yes or BS with the mayor, a Christmas edition. All coming up next week on the podcast. Have a great one. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glenn Entertainment production.